Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Everybody is entitled to their 15 minutes of fame. Now you'll get to hear some of those people share their wisdom and insight on the fame game on Voice America Kids. Now, here's your host, Maddie Rose. Thank you and welcome to the program. This is the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids Radio Network. I'm Maddie Rose and we're, of course, going to have another special guest this week. But this is a special show because we're here at Imagine Prep. It's actually my school. So as you can see, we're filled with a bunch of people, which is quite awesome. I have to say this is the first time I've done anything like this. It's pretty cool. But again, we're doing a live on remote location here at Imagine Prep. But of course, I'm going to introduce my guest. And today we're going to have Sid Justin. If you don't know anything about Sid Justin, he was actually born in New Orleans, Louisiana, and raised in South Central Los Angeles. He's actually a former Los Angeles Ram and Indianapolis Colt for his extreme precision in the art of the black pedal. So not only that, but he's from a very talented and athletic family, and he's also had the chance to sing with the Miracles. So please welcome Sid Justin. Okay. I see we got some uh, some uh, Indianapolis Colts haters out there. I know, right? <laughs> I hear it. <laughs> I definitely hear it. We're big sports fans here at Imagine Prep of all different kinds. But, um, Sid, thank you so much, I want to say, first for coming. I know it was kind of last minute. I just called you up on the phone, and thankfully you were able to, you know, make it here today. So. Well, you know I do that for you, Maddie. Thank you. But um, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Doing good. Excited with the thousand people here in this audience like this. You guys, man, you guys are great. Yes, You guys definitely. are showing a lot of love here. Yes, I'm very excited. So, um, Sid, let's first off start by talking about, you know, you growing up. Did you ever see yourself being in music or the sports industry as a career, or is it just something that, you know, kind of evolved with time? No, um, you know, as a, as a young man, I um, um, always dreamed of playing in the NFL. You know, I, I used to wear a little helmet and had my little Dallas Cowboy helmet on and, and uh, you know, boo, I know there's a lot of Cowboy haters in here too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we are in Arizona. <laughs> how, how about Cardinals? Cardinals. Yeah. <laughs> We're a mix, a mixed guys, opinion, obviously. <laughs> All right, calm down, calm down, calm down, calm down, calm down. Giants, okay. Well, listen, uh, no, no, really, the, the, the point is this. The point is this. Um, you know, you have to dream. It's, it's, it's amazing that uh, the name of this school is Imagine, mm -hmm. you know, because, uh, you know, I imagined myself playing in the NFL as a young guy. Uh, so did my brothers. They imagined themselves doing it, and, and we all did. I mean, we actually had an opportunity to uh, go to college uh, on scholarships, and uh, and and become NFL you know alumni. So um, you could do anything you put your mind to do to, if you want to. You have to work. You can't just think it. You have to work at it too. You know. So it's so yeah. I, I did I did believe that I can do it. 
That's awesome. It's really great advice as well because, you know, like you said, it's things people dream about. It's just a matter of putting that into action. Exactly. And I'm really glad that you also mentioned, you know, very slightly that you were sent to college on a scholarship. And I wonder if you could talk about that a little bit more. Well, you know, I get, you know, my story is really a, a, a different kind of story. Uh, it's probably not one of the normal stories out there uh, in regards to getting the college on a scholarship or I even playing in the NFL. When I, um, uh, as, as I said, I dreamed of playing in the NFL, but uh, I never even played football in high school. So I wasn't obviously good enough to play in high school, so the coaches said, uh, I tried out for the team every year. You guys try out for teams and stuff like basketball, gymnastics, you try out. Well, I tried out for the football team and, and uh, didn't make the team. I did that three years in a row, and I didn't make the team, you know. Uh, uh, but, you know, I didn't give up. And I think not giving up is the key, you know. You have to, just because um, someone else doesn't see the talent in you, you have to see the talent in yourself and continue trying. So... You know, I didn't play football in high school. I went to a junior college, uh, and I walked on at a junior college and, uh, and got an opportunity. I think the key is getting opportunities. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of us don't get those opportunities. Uh, I, was, I happened to get the opportunity to take advantage of a position, and I did. And I, and I, got a, uh, I did really well in junior college, and I had scholarship offers all around the country. Uh, to play in a university. Uh, I ended up going to Long Beach State University because it was home and I hadn't had the experience. I wanted to kind of stay close to home. Um, had a lot of things going on at home, so I wanted to be home. And uh, went to school at Long Beach State. Uh, didn't get signed as a, you know, I didn't get drafted. So I, I was the top defensive back in the, in the nation uh, at the time. And I didn't get drafted. So I, what I did was I, I uh, snuck on. <laughs> literally, I literally, yes. I literally walked onto a, a facility, uh, pretended like I was supposed to be there, and uh, uh, began to work out with some of the NFL players that I'd seen on TV and every Sunday, and and then I decided, you know, I'm, I'm going to go out here and I'm going to show them I could do this. Mm -hmm. So I did, and and uh, I got noticed. A couple of people noticed me and said, "Hey, man, you know, what team do you play for?" And I said, "I'm not playing for any team." I'm not on a team. And he said, they were like, well, that's, that's impossible. <laughs> so they did. They took me to the front office, and they called the general manager, called the player personnel director, and uh, he came down the following week, timed me in the 40, ran a pretty good time. He watched me work out. And uh, the next week they signed me. That's how I signed with the Rams. And that was my first season as a rookie. Had an opportunity to go to the Super Bowl. Uh, so we, we uh, you know, we, I, I, I was really blessed. You know, God really blessed me to have the opportunity and for me to take advantage of the opportunities that were presented. If I didn't take advantage of the opportunity of knowing mm -hmm. where to go, uh, just because I knew where to go, if I didn't go, it would, it would have been for naught. So um, I just thank God for that. And that's basically how I got into the NFL. Yeah, I love your story because it's so, like you said, so different. It's so unique. Yeah, it's, it's not quite uh, the normal way. <laughs> yes, but it's unique, and of course, of course, it ended well. So Definitely, definitely. That's all that matters. But, um, you know, going into more about your career, would you say that your passion for football came first before your passion for singing or vice versa? I know football was first. I think football was my, was my first love. Uh, 
although uh, music was an alternative, you know, outlet for me as a as a young guy. Um, uh, you know, football was something I dreamt of. Singing was something that I, actu I actually could do in writing. Those things I was actually doing. I wasn't doing them on a professional level, but I was actually doing them. Whereas football, mm -hmm. you have to be in an environment with others, and you other people control your destiny. Whereas with music, well, they kind of control your destiny with music too. But you can still do it at any time, you know. Mm -hmm. So, um, so I was able to to get involved with music at an early age, um, uh, doing things. Uh, when I didn't play football in, co in high school, mm -hmm. I was actually singing in talent shows. So I did that as an alternative. Uh, the truth is uh, I used to watch, uh, like, you know, the Beatles and Elvis Presley and all these, you know, stars, Marvin Gaye, and all the girls were screaming and everything. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to be that guy, you know. So that was my reason for uh, being in the music business. Of yes. course, it wasn't the, the you know, shouldn't have been the real reason but uh, <laughs> as a kid that's what my reason was so yes and also you know talking more about singing did you feel that um singing was kind of like an outlet for you to like relieve stress sometimes you know in um, yes yeah i would say i would say so i, I would say it was a, it was a way for me to to um to kind of get into myself and to uh learn a little bit more about who i was and you know so when i i would write and I wrote songs and I did things that are uh, that were internal, you mm -hmm. know. So the things that you do internal, internal people don't see on the outside, you know. I mean, I was involved in in uh, in South Central LA. It, there's gangs, you know, everywhere uh, mm -hmm. in South Central, and so you know, I, I was involved in all sorts of you know activities around the, our neighborhood. Uh, but I think sports and music really is what kept me focused more on. Uh, a future versus, you know, being involved in a gang or being involved in any other illegal activities that were surrounding, you know, me at the time. So mm -hmm. uh, I believe God put music in my life and sports into my life and, so, and that created a way for me to get out of that environment. Yes, most mm -hmm. definitely. And, you know, also just kind of pairing, you know, football and singing together. Do you feel that when you had the chance to sign with the L.A. Rams, did you have to kind of like take a step back from singing, you think? Oh, yeah. You know, there's a funny part about it is, uh, Maddie, is that um, uh, I had that, that opportunity twice. Uh, I mean, uh, had, I'm not twice. I had the, the opportunity to become um, uh, a professional artist signed to a label at the same time, very same week mm -hmm. as signing with the Rams. I basically uh, was called for actually the Miracles. I don't know if anybody here know who Smokey Robinson is, but Smokey Robinson, and he was just on American Idol recently, you know, as mm -hmm. one of the, their guests. But uh, Smokey Robinson is a very famous, very, very influential uh, figure in, in the music world. And he was just leaving his group called The Miracles, with, which were on Motown Records. And I was asked to be the lead singer of that group uh, at the time that I was also asked to play mm -hmm. football with the Rams. So uh, I had to take a, make a choice. I had to choose either football or music at that moment. And I, I uh, you know, it was a very, very tough decision for me to make because I, I loved both. Uh, but I felt that football was something that I could do as a young, younger person mm -hmm. in music, I can still do even today. I'm still involved in music. Yes. Uh, so um, I, took, I, made, I think I made the right decision in, doing, uh, in playing football first. 
And uh, but so yeah, to to answer your question, yeah, I had to make a decision, and and football did uh, win win the first uh, battle, but uh, music is is on top now. Great. Well, before I ask you some more questions, Sid, thanks. Let's um, go ahead and go to a break really quick because we got some times on our hands. But until then, we'll be back, and you're listening to the Fame Day. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. Stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Now there's a new destination for video content, VoiceAmerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support you. Behind the Line is all about the inside of sports from a kid's point of view. This is a look at all of the action from Behind the Line. Join your host every Wednesday at 3 p.m. whether you're a kid or was a kid at some time in your life. We'll run down all of the scores, talk about the games of the past week, and preview what's coming up in the next week. You'll want to take notes because this is good stuff. The place to be Wednesdays at 3. That's 6 p.m. Eastern is the Voice America Kids channel for Behind the Line. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose, and let's continue our conversation with Sid Justin. So, again, we are just very briefly going into, you know, football and your music career, but we're definitely going to be getting into more of that in our um, upcoming segments. So, um, Sid, it looks like the next question I'm going to ask you is, what teams have you played on and how long? Um, well, I played for uh, the Los Angeles Rams. I played for two years. Then I left there and I went to uh, Canada, and I, I I I thought I would be a Canadian football player. I try that <laughs> too. I'll try anything for football. So, um, so I went to Canada. Played up there in Winnipeg. Played for the Winnipeg Winnipeg Blue Bombers in Canada, and uh, that was a great experience. Uh, but I was I really wanted to play in the NFL. I still wanted to, you know, play in the NFL and uh, become. Uh, you know, all pro player and such, and so I what I did was I I got my agent to get find me another contract in the NFL, and um, just so happens the Colts needed a defensive back, and so I so I signed with the Colts and I played there a couple of years, and then I got hurt hurt my neck. I broke a broke my neck, broke a vertebrae in my neck, mm-hmm. which was a, which was a career ending injury, and uh, so you know, but I did have my 
15 minutes of fame, you know, <laughs> went to the <laughs> Super Bowl, did things that, that my brother, who um, my brother played for the Seattle Seahawks, he played for 12 years with the Seahawks. And, nice. and he, uh, you know, he still, you know, wishes he would have only had the short career with the Super Bowl ring mm -hmm. versus the 12 years. So, uh, but, you know, I, I was blessed to have the opportunity to, to go to the Super Bowl, so. Great. And um, you are a defensive back. Yes. So what was the best part about being a defensive back, you think? Uh, interceptions. That's the <laughs> best part about being defensive back. Yeah, interceptions. You know, I was, you know, they, they call them shutdown corners today, you know, but I was one of the original shutdown corners. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, um, I, 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 that was what I prided myself on is playing man-to-man -man coverage, which is, uh, which means, I'm not sure if you know, Maddie, but man-to-man -man coverage is where you cover the wide receiver like a Larry Fitzgerald mm -hmm. or whoever, you know, one-on-one. Uh, -on -one. So it's you against him. So I really worked really hard to develop that skill, to develop uh, covering a man-to-man, -man, uh, being in position to make an interception versus just making a tackle. Today, guys just make tackles. Mm -hmm. They rarely make interceptions unless the ball's thrown right to them. That's why I wrote a book called uh, the Lost Art. I just finished writing it. It's, it's, uh, it's called The Lost Art uh, uh, Secrets to Playing Cornerback. And so uh, I put that book together because I felt like uh, kids are not being taught how to actually develop their skills as a defensive back, mm -hmm. as, a of a, as a cover corner. There are a few good, really good corners out there in the, in the NFL uh, right now, but uh, for the most part... Um, uh, I think most of the guys are relying on the entire, you know, defense to, to play their position for them, you know, so they play a lot of zone zone versus man-to-man. -man. Mm -hmm. And I like that you said that because um, every time I see you, I learn a little bit more about football. So, good, good. Yeah, and yeah. I'm doing Rattler broadcasts now. Are you really? Yeah, oh, the Rattlers are yeah. football. Right on. Okay. That's great. <laughs> okay. Well, um, tell me a little bit about what it's like to be in the Super Bowl because, you know, that's always something everybody yeah, I mean, dreams it's, about. It's, you know, the Super Bowl is not one day, believe it or not. It's, it's a week. It's a week of excitement, a week of interviews and fun and parties. <laughs> the Super Bowl is, is, is an amazing event. It's not just the one day of all the spectacular activity you see in that one day. There are all sorts of things happening the entire week of the Super Bowl, and um, but it's very exciting on that day. Uh, uh, my, my next dream is to sing the national anthem at the Super Bowl. That'd so that's be amazing. That will be something that I, I'm, I'd like to do, you know. Um, but um, the, the Super Bowl is 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 great. It's it's the biggest sports event celebration in the world, mm -hmm. besides the Olympics, obviously. Yes. But uh, but the NFL is, has really done a great job in presenting a, a, a package, a really good package for uh, entertainment mm -hmm. uh, with the Super Bowl. So no, it, it's, it's fantastic. It's, it's great. That's awesome. And I heard you sang the, Super, or the um, national anthem at the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, recently I did the uh, national anthem for the Seattle Seahawks game. Uh, but I also did the uh, Diamondbacks for when they went to the World Series. The year they went to the World Series, mm -hmm. I did the uh, I did the national anthem and they won. So they nice. need to call me back. I'll do the national <laughs> like, anthem again. Luck. Maybe they'll win again next time. I don't know. But uh, but yeah, um, 
it, it, it's fun doing the national anthem. You know, it's 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 a lot. It's a lot of pressure, though. Oh yeah, it's, I'm it's, sure. It's, it's a lot of pressure. You know, when you're standing there alone and got all these people staring at you, waiting for you to make the mistake. <laughs> you know, so. Uh, but it's it's good. I mean, it's fun. It's fun to do. Very nice. I know. I'm like, oh, I wonder when I can sing the national anthem someday. <laughs> someday. Maybe this year. I'm yeah. Sure. <laughs> but um, going back more into you know football and you getting it to be your career, really starting it off, and you said it was your rookie year. Was it ever intimidating during that year because, you know, you're new, you just got in there, and I'm sure that there's a bunch of stuff to do. You know, I was I was more intimidated of not being there mm-hmm. than of actually being there. I was more intimidated of not getting the opportunity. So when I did have the opportunity, excuse me, mm-hmm. when I did have the opportunity, I took full advantage of it, and I, I went – you know, I mean, they called me the rambunctious ram. That was my uh, mm-hmm. title that the newspaper gave me because I had a fight every day almost in, in practice uh, when I was a rookie. I fought every, I mean, physical fights every day um, because that's how bad I wanted it. So I, I didn't let anyone step on me. I didn't care who they were. I didn't care if I saw them on TV <laughs> for 10 years. And uh, it didn't matter to me. I didn't, I, I didn't look to them as if they were... Um, uh, better than me or if they were um, superstars or anything. I looked at them like they were peers and that I was just as good, good as they were and I wanted to prove that to, to everyone else. So, so yeah, I fought every day and it's a fight. Life is a fight, you know, so I'm still fighting. Great. And how many seasons did you play until your injury? I played for five seasons and then I got hurt. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, you know, going more into you, you know, writing your book, things like that, your main goal of doing that is to coach young kids. Yeah, yeah. I, I love giving knowledge to, that's why I admire teachers so much. Uh, I admire teachers uh, because, and they should be paid more money. Uh, right, teachers? Uh, I see they're, they're <laughs> applauding over there. Um, teachers, you know, I, I, you know they, they hold the future in mm-hmm. their hands. And, and, and you kids are the future. You are the future of the world. And so uh, you, you need to take advantage of whatever these teachers are teaching you. Take advantage of the knowledge that, that is given to you. Uh, Maddie's taking advantage of it. <laughs> look, look what she's doing. I mean, she's, she's on the radio. She has three million people listening to her. Uh, and, and so she's taking advantage of that opportunity and you guys should take advantage of the same opportunities that's being brought to you, you know, so. Yeah, and like you were saying, there's so many opportunities out there, too. You just got to find them. Just got to find them. You got to find your passion. You know, what are, what are you passionate about? You know, if you're passionate about sports and, and, and you're not a good athlete, then become a broadcaster. Be a sports broadcaster. You know, do something, you know. So uh, be, get passionate about something. You know, don't just play video games unless you intend on making video games unless you intend on creating a new video game, you know, uh, do something with your life, you know. Mm-hmm. Great advice. And why don't you tell me a little bit about your coaching defensive backs as well as wide receivers? Oh, yeah, you know, when you coach defensive backs, um, it, it's the same as coaching wide receivers. I know we don't have a whole lot of time, maybe 30 seconds or something. Mm-hmm. We can come back to the, the next question, segment. too. But re- defensive backs... And wide receivers are literally the same position. Uh, 
one knows what he's doing and the other one doesn't know what the other is doing. So you have to, so I teach defensive backs to learn what wide receivers do so that they can understand why they're doing what they're doing. And we'll get back to it, I guess, after the segment. Yes, most definitely. Let's take a break for now. I'm Maddie Rose, and you're listening to The We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Do you believe in the supernatural? Well, some do and some don't, which is why Beyond the Third Dimension looks at both sides. You have one host who believes in ghosts, while the other can't think of anything more ridiculous. Put them together and you get some great discussion and some real discoveries and exploration of the paranormal and then some. Tune in to Beyond the Third Dimension, airing Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. And try not to be afraid of things that go bump in the night. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Kids face very tough and very real issues every single day. It can be bad. It can be ugly. Now there's something good that can help. Tune in to The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll discuss the issues and provide solutions and connections to solutions that you will be able to use. Our show goes right to the heart of today's kids and beyond. Your parents will probably want to listen in, too. The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly airs Mondays at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 Eastern on Voice America Kids. You just love your pets. But sometimes they can get to be a handful. And just when you think you have them under control, that's when things get, well, crazy. For help, tune into Paul's Around the World. You'll get the inside secrets on keeping your pet the friend it's supposed to be, along with stories to keep you warm and fuzzy. Listen Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Hey, and welcome back to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose, but again, we're going to be continuing our conversation with Sid Justin. So, Sid, the question that I want to come back to is um, you now coaching defensive backs and wide receivers. I know we barely got into that, so. Yeah, you know, uh, as I said before, you know, playing defensive back and playing wide receiver, you know, both deal with the passing game. So the passing game is uh, is a very intricate part of playing football. So, um there's essentially the same position. One is on defense and one is on offense. And so, um, but 
you know, when I train defensive backs, because that's what I, that's my desire is to train defensive backs. But I teach them about wide receivers and I teach them to do what wide receivers do. That way they recognize what a defensive back is supposed to do uh, in in a coverage situation, in a man-to-man coverage situation. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's all the same. They both catch the ball. They both run <laughs> quickly. They both turn fast. They 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 break at a, on a you know on a dime. I mean, it's a uh, it's it's literally the same thing. So when I'm teaching a defensive back, I'm also teaching them to play wide receiver as well. So it's it's uh, it, it goes hand in hand. Great. And I know lots of people were asking questions about, you know, like the teams that you played against and stuff. So what were some of your favorite teams that you played against? Uh, the Steelers, playing against the Steelers, uh, the Giants, the Patriots. You know, we played against, I played against, we play, I played against everyone. I played against all, all, you know, all the teams. The Saints, played against my brother, played for the Seahawks. Nice. So I played against his team. And we actually shut them out. Uh, they, they didn't score a touchdown. In fact, they were, this, this score they were zero points, and they had minus, I think it was minus seven yards wow. in the entire game, which is a, ne- which never has happened ever before. Mm-hmm. So that was my favorite game. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, I have to say you got good stories. And I want you to go a little bit more into depth about your book called The Lost Art. Tell me that. Well, The, the, the Lost Art is really a book about, you know, technique. It's about fundamentals and techniques, just like life. There's fundamentals in life, and there's things that you need to learn first in order to succeed later. You have mm-hmm. to learn fundamentals. So I wrote this book about fundamentals of playing defensive back and actually playing uh, on defense, period. So it really is an a informative uh, how-to-do book. Uh, it's, it's written for, um, you know, uh, high school, college, even Pop Warner kids, kids in, you know, uh, elementary school, uh, uh, coaches, really. It's really written for coaches as well because coaches will get the, the knowledge of how to teach these skills uh, that aren't being taught today. You know, there are a lot of guys back in the day, Deion Sanders, uh, you know, guys like that, uh, Rod Woodson, you know, guys that have those skills that uh, – haven't shared those skills in a teaching way, uh, only in commentary. I mean, they, they, they'll talk about it, but they haven't actually, I don't know if they coach or not, and I'm sure they do, but I, I wanted to do it on a larger scale by giving, giving opportunity to a wider range of uh, mm-hmm. athletes to go out and uh, learn how to play this position, coaches to go out and teach the position. So I did the book. Uh, it should be coming out uh, probably at the end of this year. It'll probably be uh, on, um, you know, Amazon, uh, something like an ebook, for mm-hmm. instance. You know, so it'll be something like that. Nice, and um, you know, just going into more about your music career, one of my most favorite stories was um, you singing the song "Shout" because right. that is such a well-known song, and nobody really knows the story behind it. Yeah, well, "Shout." You guys know the, the song "Shout." You know, you, have you seen the movie Animal House? Who's seen Animal House? Okay, okay. So there was a, yeah, well, like three people, okay. <laughs> Actually, probably millions and millions of people have seen that movie, Animal House. The movie Animal House was uh, uh, a film that was created 
a, a low-budget film, by the way, that was created uh, years ago uh, about a college fraternity uh, and these crazy kids that were in a fraternity. Anyway, they had a, a party, and it was a toga party. And this toga party, uh, there was a, a group of singers that were performing in the toga party by the name of Otis Day and the Knights. Mm -hmm. Well, Otis Day and the Knights lip-synced to my group's uh, recording of Shout. And we, we recorded Shout, uh, uh, you know, obviously uh, long before the film was, was uh, finished. But uh, no one realized that Shout would be the number one song um, uh, played around the world, actually. Uh, and in fact, you probably, you, if you say you don't know what it is, you probably heard it thousands of times mm -hmm. and didn't realize that, that was, that's what it was But uh, from the movie Animal House. But Shout is played in NFL football games, NBA basketball games, college NCAA games, baseball games. They play this song all around the world. Uh, you know you make me want to shout. I know you guys know that song, right? Now you know it? Yeah, see, uh, okay. everybody gets it now. Okay, so you know the song. All right, good. Well, you know, so, so that song uh, really took the movie. Well, the movie itself actually is, is considered a cult film, you know, where, where the film uh, didn't, wasn't expected to do so well. Uh, it had a, a very uh, new director, new, new uh, actors. A lot of them weren't, weren't famous at the time. <laughs> it made a lot of stars. That film made a lot of stars. And, and uh, I, I'm, I'm happy to say I was a part of, of doing something like that. Great. Mm -hmm. And I also know you're well known for being in the miracles and technically being the successor um, to Smokey Robinson. So tell me about that. Well, you know, like I said before, when, you know, I had, I had to make a choice yes. be, uh, when Smokey left the group. Uh, well, when, when Smokey actually left, um, uh, that was quite a, wa a while back. A guy by the name of Billy Griffin actually took his place and uh, Billy left. And then they wanted me to succeed Billy. Uh, but um, uh, I eventually, when I, hurt, when I got injured and I broke my neck, I, um, I didn't know what I was going to do. I knew it wasn't gonna, I couldn't play football anymore. But, and I knew f uh, uh, music was still in my future, but I, uh, I didn't know exactly where. And, and, you know, out of the blue, I mean, like I said, God is really good. I don't know if, I, I, let me tell you, God is real, okay? Mm -hmm. I don't know if you don't, if you don't know it, but God is real. That's right. Applause, please. <laughs> but, you know, I had, I had the opportunity to, uh, to, to, to be a part of the Miracles, mm -hmm. and, uh, and I took the opportunity to play in the NFL. And then years later, that same opportunity came back around, which probably hardly never happens. I mean, you probably never get a second chance at something that big. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, uh, being a part of the miracles has been, you know, a blessing to me. Um, I've been able to travel around the world. I've been to almost every country in the, around the globe. Uh, I've sang for uh, uh, princes, princesses, <laughs> presidents, you know, President Clinton, we may be doing a show for President Obama nice. uh, coming up soon. Uh, 
and we, we've been doing a lot of you know I've done I've done I've done shows thousands of shows in in big arenas you know uh, around the world we we've I've I've had a really good uh, uh, experience. Great, and to you know kind of wrap up our interview that we have going um what would you say is your biggest advice to anybody that wants to do something whether that's football whether that's singing or something else i think um the biggest advice i would give you is not to give up and not to let anyone tell you you can't do it if you really want to do something my advice is listen really if you really want to do something you got to be realistic though you still have to be realistic you can't say, you know, I want to be a fisherman, but you live in the desert. You might have to okay, move first. Okay, so you, you know what I'm saying? So you have to be realistic about your goals. My advice would be not to give up. If you find something passionate about, you find something that you want to do, yet you feel that, that it's, you know, and I don't care how old you are. I don't care what your age is. I think you should just try it. You know, I would say this. I tried football, I tried music, I tried writing books, I tried writing movie scripts, I tried designing, I designed this, this clothing line, it's called Champions Need No Excuse, I designed that. I do, I try everything. I think if you don't try, you're doing yourself a disjustice because you never know what's going to happen, you never know what, what God is going to put his blessing on you at so try everything try everything that you like everything that you think you might can succeed at and i'm gonna tell you another thing too helping other people will help you okay helping others will help you if you make a practice of helping other people you'll be surprised the blessings that will come to you so i think you really need to start thinking about paying it forward. There was a movie called Paying Forward with uh, Kevin Spacek. Mm -hmm, I, think so. I think everyone should see that movie because paying it forward is really the key to life. It's the key to, um, to your success. The more you help others, the more someone else will help you. So I think, you know, that's how, you, that's how I live my life. I live my life by by sharing goodness with other people, uh, helping other people to succeed, helping other people to, uh, to, to, to live their dream. The more I help other people to live their dream, the more my dreams are, are, are realized. So I, I'm encouraging all you guys out there, I'm talking everybody, I'm talking to all the people listening, all the people here, to help other people. Love other people. That's the key to life is by loving others. When you love others, you will be loved. So don't, don't forget that. Great advice. Thank mm -hmm. you so much, Sid, for coming on the show today. Uh, my pleasure. Thanks. All right. <laughs> You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN.
We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the Tech Team, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. What are some of the issues that kids face every day? You'll find out when you tune in to the appropriately named Today's Kids. Your hosts are here to open the doors to a forum of all kinds of issues. Nothing is off the table here, and because it's on the Voice America Kids channel, you know you're getting a kid's perspective. Tune in every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Today's Kids. Your hosts will lead this form of engaging conversation on Voice America Kids. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it, and at a very young age. You're listening to Voice America Kids. I'm gonna learn You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Hey, and welcome back to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose, and we're going to be continuing our last and final segment with a Q&A session. So whenever you're ready. Hi. What's your favorite part about being on a radio show? My favorite part about being on a radio show would definitely be having a voice because I get to talk to so many different people like Sid. Um, I've talked to people that have been Grammy-nominated artists as a pianist and different things like that. Just so many opportunities have evolved from this, not only just talking on the radio, and hopefully I get to inspire people too. How long have you wanted to be on a radio show? Um, the funny story about that is that I actually never thought about being on a radio show at first. It was just an opportunity that arrived, and then I thought, well, it would be fun. So I tried it, and now I'm at my 75th show. Out of the 75 shows you've done, which one is your favorite one that you've done? That's a tough one, I'd have to say. Um, my favorite show probably would be today I'd say because I've never done something like this with like a live audience and stuff so it's pretty cool seeing everybody's reactions and having a guest and um, hopefully him giving you advice as well. How long have you been in the radio business? Well I joined when I was 12 and I'm 15 so for about three years I'd say. Well I've heard that you won a reward how did you feel when you win that when you won that award? For Miss Arizona's Outstanding Team? Yes. 
Um, I was really happy. The one thing that you always see like on stage at like Miss America and the TV and stuff, that's like a real reaction. Because <laughs> I feel like I'm like crying a lot because I'm so happy. And then I kind of like shake a lot because, yeah, it's just crazy. I don't really remember it, but because okay. it's so intense. But it's really fun, though. I enjoyed it. Hi, what inspired you to start on talking on a radio show in the first place? Um, like I said, it was just an opportunity that arrived, and then when I found out I could talk to a bunch of people, interview them, hopefully do some more community outreach, I was definitely going to take that chance and do it. And it's working out pretty well. I enjoy it a lot. So, Have you ever had any uh, malfunctions, like with the equipment or something? Oh my gosh, that's... <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I'd have to say, you think <laughs> you would think everything would go so smooth, but there were times when we have a group at a Rattlers radio show, and obviously it's arena football. We're doing play-by-play. I'm the entertainment section, so I'm on the other edge of the the um, kind of like that seating area. And we have one microphone to share with the play-by-play people and the entertainment people and everybody, and one pair of headphones. That works out nice. <laughs> Do you ever get nervous because sometimes, like, I sing national anthem in front of, like, uh, 100 to 300 people? What is that? Like, I sing national anthem from 100 to 300 people. Um, Yeah. So how is it, like, performing in front of, like, 3 million people? Um, like, if I get nervous talking to people that have done that? Um, I would say after a while I got really used to it. Since it's been, like, about two and a half years now, I think that... I've definitely gotten comfortable. In the beginning, I can tell you, because we archive all of our shows. My very first show is on there out of the 75, and I sound like a completely different person. And I'm really nervous, too, you can tell. But um, now I'm pretty happy with it. So speaking about today, um, from the first time you started on the radio, and you look back on it, has it made a huge impact on you? It has made a completely different impact on me. I would say that um, a really big thing in pageantry is being able to speak on your toes and stuff. You know, if somebody just shoots a question at you, you're going to have to answer it. We have personal interview and on-stage question, and I definitely would not be able to answer anything or be as confident as I am without radio. So it's definitely helped me. And, um, yeah. Um, Is there anything that your guests have said to you that really meant something to you or that you could relate to? Um, I think all of them have kind of like a similar message. It's to never give up. And I always think about that because, of course, every time I do something because I will have a lot on my plate at times. And it's frustrating and you'll get a little tired at times. But my whole thing is to just keep on going because I don't really like to stop. And um, I take that to heart completely. Hi, how did, you, how did you get into the radio business? Um, I got into the radio business. I found out from, I think it was a friend, and then they also kind of advertised it here. They said that they were having auditions, and this is the first time I've ever heard about, like, Kidstar and Voice America Kids, because this is really the only thing that does that in Arizona, I would say. And um, when I had the opportunity to, um, a producer called me and asked me if I would join the radio station at least to audition to see if I'd like it. And I did. The funny part about it is they asked me, so what do you like to talk about? And I was like, well, I like entertainment. They're like, okay, so here's a sports thing to read, just to test me. Hi. Hello. (laughs) If there is anything in the world that you would rather do besides this, what would it be? 
Um, that's a good question. I never really thought about that, but I really love singing and stuff like that. That's what I did for my talent at Outstanding Team. I have to say everything is really entertainment-based, so if there was anything else, it'd probably be for performing arts. How did you become Miss Arizona Outstanding Team? Okay, so it kind of has like a few tiers to it. You get a city title, so I was Miss Surprises Outstanding Teen, and then you have a state pageant, and um, you compete with a bunch of girls, so there's 21 contestants, and you go through personal interview, um, on-stage question, fitness, and talent. And then um, you compete, they calculate your scores, and then we get to see who the winner is. And in August, I'll be competing for Miss America's Outstanding Teen. kid what was your lifelong dream to do like as a career and like as a life yeah I have a few um booklets from when I was in second grade and stuff the funny thing was is I wanted to be a veterinarian and I mean I love animals but now I've since I've taken this path I think it was about I changed it that same year too in second grade I wanted to become a singer and then start doing things in the media and I've really held strong to that I've never given up I know I was entered in a few like competitions that I never really got to do when I was younger and now I'm having the opportunity to do everything that I really dream about in your opinion who's the most interesting person you've interviewed so far the most interesting person I've ever interviewed hmm. I think um, it would be a reason why she was a surfer and she surfed and uh, movies were based on her she also is a s pro ski boarder so that was really cool um, definitely not somebody I've interviewed ever before and she's gotten to meet Johnny Depp um, she's been an actress with him um, a bunch of big stars John Travolta I think it was and um, yeah she's just an interesting lady so sweet and definitely one of my top interviews I would say I gotta say that's awesome but my question was do you believe that God put you here <laughs> I definitely think that I'm blessed with many things. So um, I, it's just all about believing in yourself. And then, of course, the blessings will come and a lot of opportunities as well. Okay, I got a lot of questions, I guess. Okay. When did you first become Miss Teen Arizona? Um, last year, I was Miss Junior Teen Arizona with the United States system, and I was just crowned on May 4th as Miss Arizona's Outstanding Team. Did you ever enter any pageants? Last year's pageant that I was crowned, that was my very first competitive pageant. And um, like I said, radio definitely helped me. I won by interview, <laughs> so that was really exciting. But yes, I've always loved doing pageants. I mean, like I said, that was my first one. It was just an extension of something, and I got the chance to do it finally, so I definitely took it. How will you be helping the military? Um, I'm going to be helping the military. That's a good point to bring up because um, my charity platform is supporting our military through action and awareness. I'm actually starting my own organization called Hearts of Heroes, and it's all going to be about helping the military, families, veterans, all that kind. And I'm also working with Operation Gratitude with the Battalion Buddy Program. Yay. <laughs>
Do you like being a part of Kidstar, Voice America, and Kids? Yes, I definitely love being a part of Voice America Kids and Kidstar. Like I said, they've granted me this opportunity, and I definitely love um, working with all the other hosts. Like I said, doing like the Rattlers games, of course, they have their own separate show called Speaking of Sports, and we haven't really collaborated together before, but since we all kind of have that same ideal of radio and we all love it so much, it works out pretty well. How many people that have worked with animals have you interviewed? Um, I would only say a few. I know there was a show um, that really focused on helping animals, but I mean, in the past, I've, I would think about volunteering at an animal shelter and things like that. So we've done little things like that. Uh, has there ever been a time where you had to make up like conversations on the fly? What is that? Have, has there ever been a time where you had to make up a conversation just to keep the show going? Oh, yeah. There were times when I have no guests. I like to have a guest each and every show. It just makes it interesting. Um, there are times when I will talk for the entire 40 minutes straight just about random stuff, like topics, just to keep it going. So there are times like that. And, um, I mean, other than that, I just, that's why I have a, a, my phone. That's really important that I have Internet on there because I could just, like, search something up and then talk about that for, like, 10 minutes. But, yeah. Hi, Maddie. Hi. Um, can you tell us about how mom has helped you achieve your goals and maybe some advice on how other parents can help their children do what you've done? Yeah, I love my mom. She's definitely always there for me. Um, she's like my chauffeur because she drives me everywhere, and I thank her for that because I know not everybody's mom or dad is going to do that for them, but she's been really supportive of everything and of all my events and, you know, dragging me, dressing me, <laughs> et cetera. So I definitely thank my mom. And my advice for other parents is to always, like, believe in their kids because sometimes it may seem difficult to allow them to um, reach their goals just because of sometimes it can be hard, whether that's transportation or financial. But there's always a way around it, and I think just giving them an opportunity or finding something in the community is very helpful. Hey, Maddie, how are you doing? Hi. Hi. <laughs> was, uh, my question, was it more exciting being named uh, Miss Teen Arizona or... Uh, um, being elected your student council president for middle school. Oh, my gosh. Um, they were, I have to say they were both exciting times, of course. I would say they're different categories for me because that one's kind of like a really big like academic achievement type of thing. So I was very excited when I was president. I had a lot of fun that year. And then, of course, I was very, very, very excited being Miss Arizona's Outstanding Teen because that was something that it was last minute. I entered, well, my paperwork got there on the day that it was due. And, um, yeah, it was very a very last-minute choice, but I thought I'd, I'd like to do it. And it worked out pretty well, so I'm very happy and very blessed, and I can't wait for August. Maddie, I want to thank you for coming out. Um, I've gotten so many requests now to join the Kidstar Network. Great. Um, I would like to, you know, you've been giving advice this whole time, and I know you've been doing play-by-play -play for the, the Rattlers, you said. Yeah. So I have some aspiring sportscasters here. Nice. What kind of advice or how hard is it to do play-by-play? I honestly don't do play-by-play. -play. I'm just the entertainment section. I mean, I do the halftime show, so <laughs> that's where I'm into. It's a game. Um, I know a few people that do play-by-play, -play, and really what their biggest thing is is getting the stats, getting them beforehand, looking at the previous 
stats. Um, for me, doing the halftime show and just doing like comparisons, that's mainly what I do with statistics. So really just making sure you do your research is probably the best advice I can give you, no matter what type of show you're doing, whether that's sports, entertainment, um, you know, just about anything. Oh. In your opinion, who's better, Spider-Man or Batman? <laughs> um, let's see. I would say Spider-Man. They got some cool movies, so that's what I like. <laughs> So, do you plan to do this like for the rest of your life, or are you gonna like, um, switch? I really want to stay with the media. I don't ever think I could let go of this. It's kind of one of those things where everything that I'm doing now, it's a part of my life, and it's gonna stay that way. I do have to say that um, I want to study psychology as a major, so I want to be a child psychologist, but this will stay one of my hobbies. I'm planning on minoring in broadcast journalism. I know they're two completely different things, but it makes sense in my head. But other than that, I mean, it's always going to be a part of my life, and I'm going to keep it that way. And um, also, what, like, have, you, have you ever had those like, hard times doing this, like, hard, like besides malfunction or something? Like not knowing what to say type of thing? Or whatever, like if you hear a really sad story, like something like that, anything? Yeah, I mean... Thankfully, I haven't had, like, a breakdown on, like, the air or anything like that. That would definitely be, um, I don't think, something that I would experience yet. It might happen. I don't know. But, I mean, other than that, I mean, there are times when I'm like, I don't know what to say, so I'm just going to say random stuff, and hopefully you guys like it. And it works sometimes, but usually I'm very well prepared, and I think that's only happened a couple times. Um, hi, I am a very big competitive football fan, mm -hmm. and I would just like to know what's your favorite football team. Okay. Uh, my favorite football team would probably be the 49ers. Oh, no, no, no! I like, I like California football teams. I was born in California, but I'm good. I'm good. I'm good with the Cardinals also. So, if that helps you. <laughs> Okay, well, thanks so much for joining us, everybody. You have been listening to The Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose. This show has been produced by the Kids Star Radio Network for the Voice America Kids Radio Network. Thanks for listening. Thank you again for listening to The Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Be sure to join Maddie Rose again next week for another great show. making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. 
You're listening to Voice America Kids. Stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. 